Welcome to the podcast. Fill up on your green potion and bottle some fairies. It's time to cast magic. This episode, I'll be introducing myself, the purpose of this podcast, and an overview of our projects to Dragon and I. First of all, uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Thank you for tuning in. Um, this is the inaugural episode of our podcast. Uh, we're just going to be calling it uh, Cast Magic for now, um, and you'll probably soon see why. Um, I am the host, Dark Magic. Um, this has been sort of my internet name for a couple of years now. You can find me on Steam, Xbox Live, and uh, even Battle.net under this, and it's sort of a title... Uh, that we're just going to uh, hopefully transform, you know, more so from an edgy, you know, sort of uh, online identity into, uh, you know, sort of what we call ourselves, those of us who are working together on this project, The Dragon and I. Um, and so today, uh, just expanding uh, on on those notions, uh, we need to go into a little bit of uh, information about myself Um I've sort of been in the background up until now. Uh, this sort of podcast is something I've, I've spoken about um, through the Discord, through uh, to you guys who do follow the project. Um, this, If this is our first conversation together, uh, welcome, hello, thank you for getting interested in my project, uh, this, this sort of dream that's been slow cooking for the past couple of years. Uh, it's about sort of ready to present to the world um, and and I want to use this platform to sort of talk about some of the details of it uh, that in pure text form through forming through our you know eventual website that we're sort of working on um, it's probably a bit text heavy a little bit dense to get through so uh, through the podcasting through this channel I hope to sort of explore um, not just the project um, obviously that's the main purpose for this um, podcast to begin with uh, but it is an avenue for me to explore other ideas um, other aspects of um, game dev culture the games industry things that I'm interested in at the moment things that I've sort of formulated uh, opinions upon that have then reflected uh, the choices that we're making for this game project, how it's how you know other titles, big and small, have affected um, certain certain decisions that that are that are changing how how we're now making the game, and that sort of thing. So, firstly, I suppose I need to build a bit of credibility, um, you know, especially on this platform. While I've still got your attention, um, it's important to establish my role for this project, uh, my role for this podcast, and you know, just sort of all the all the different pies that I've stuck my finger in, so to speak, for um, just just for this venture moving forward. So um, a little bit of information on me uh, to begin with, and then later on in the podcast. Um, I'm very happy to uh, start talking about uh, the actual game itself now that we're sort of approaching a playable uh, demo for the project that we're hoping to put forward uh, on the Discord um, as as soon as possible. So I guess the the best 
starting point for this, the most relevant starting point is uh, my background in games. So um, I'm an Australian independent uh, game developer. Uh, I haven't worked on any uh, sort of, you know, big name uh, projects. There were a couple of apps uh, published here in Melbourne that I did have a hand in um, while I was studying and the, the year sort of after um, I graduated from university back in, uh, I think it was 2014. Yep. Um, I, sh- I should know I have the paperwork here. It was, uh, I recently had the uh, the paperwork reissued to me. You'd, you'd think that'd be still in my memory. But, um, but yeah, so about five years ago, um, or a little bit before that, you know, I decided that video games, uh, and more importantly, the storytelling through video games uh, was something that um, had become significant enough to me, uh, not just as a gamer, but as a storyteller, that this is where I wanted to explore academically my, my options and, and sort of grow, you know, d- develop a, a bit of a, a bit of an understanding of, of this culture and this medium, um, at the academic level. So, uh, I have a bachelor's degree in, in this field, um, for, for whatever value that has, um, prior to that, um, I did spend a couple of years just sort of um, more as a hobbyist, but, you know, um, just sort of exploring uh, 3D modeling and animation uh, that sort of got me started on this path. Um, you know, there was a, there was a course that was available um, in the tail end of, of my high school years that, that I took and, and retook the um, two, two years in a row because I did enjoy uh, 3D modeling and computing, you know, using computers for this. Um, have a great passion for that, you know, definitely, um, uh, followed the, the, the works of Pixar and, and, and Lucasfilm as they sort of, you know, grew and developed, you know, ILM, uh, developed into sort of these iconic, uh, powerhouses for, uh, 3D animation and that sort of thing. Um, as well as just, you know, um, having, having been a gamer, uh, virtually all my, uh, teenage and adult life. Um, you know, st- still, still gaming where possible, but obviously my, my focus is more so on, on the platform that I'm building for my own, um, projects. Uh, so yeah, so, so with, with that background, um, over the past couple of years, I've just sort of been, um, not really tinkering with anything until very recently, um, sort of a, a story concept, just sort of, um, came my way, um, you know, made, made a lot of, com- a lot of connections in college, uh, people who are also working on this project, uh, with me, um, you know, we sort of, uh, came together, we've, we've, we've stayed in contact and, um, there was a sort of a story, uh, idea that was, um, more so being carried over for, you know, something like perhaps a book series, like it was, it was more just notes, world building, you know, that sort of thing. And it wasn't sort of manuscript, um, sort of stage yet, but I sort of looked at it and and just sort of you know having a really long think about um, I guess the the capabilities, the capacity for storytelling that this scenario and and these these world rules presented. I uh, I sort of came to the realization that this is where I needed to double down. You know, this this was the starting point. I saw the the door sort of creaked open. And so I, I swung it wide open and went like, this is, this is the path forward, uh, for what I want to do. And, you know, beyond just being able to sort of, 
make a video game that I would want to play, um, especially the past couple of years where, uh, in terms of RPGs and that sort of thing, the genre that does interest me the most, there hasn't been a lot of activity at the AAA level. Um, very few studios, like it's all just sort of seemed to be condensed down to Nintendo with Zelda and Bioware with their, um, you know, various IPs sort of rocky on and off at the moment there. And then obviously Bethesda with their two core IPs, uh, hopefully a third upcoming with Starfield. Um, but yeah, it's just the, the environment for story focused video games has become quite narrow at the AAA level. Um, and, and I do find that especially speaking with indies over the past couple of years, fellow indies, um, the idea that you can put forward a, a very narrative-driven game often seems to come at a considerable cost to either interactivity or just general polish for, for that project. I do find that um, a lot of really interesting story ideas seem to get sort of re-scoped into, into something where they, where they lose their meaning and that sort of thing. So, um, and, I, and I just sort of bring this up because my, my passion was fueled by these stepping stones that led me to this uh, realization, you know, that um, beyond, uh, you know, paper-based media, beyond filmmaking and that sort of thing, I find that the capacity for interactivity in telling a story is the most pow powerful thing that uh, video games can provide their their players. Um, you know, it's, it's like when you're when you're really drawn into a, into a campfire story or something like that, you know, you, you're drawn in and it's becoming, you know, something that, that you make your own and inherently through video games, we create these stories that are our own, even, even in games where like story is not the, uh, the priority, um, for, for that particular, um, game experience sort of thing. You know, you, you have your close calls in your multiplayer shooters and, and glitchy physics moments in your open world uh, driving games and, and, and whatnot. And, and this sort of thing, you just, it just doesn't come up in any other sort of medium that's trying to tell a story or, or provide information to its audience. So um, yeah, with that in mind, you know, this is, this is why when presented with um, this opportunity, I took it. Um, and so now I'm in the position of, I guess, what what would be the best the best term? You know, I, I would say producer in general. Like this is, um, you know, managing the project, project management. This was something that I did focus on while I was doing my study. It was something that I got to practice, um, you know, straight out of, straight out of university. Um, but this is sort of, you know, the, the next sort of biggest thing that I've had to really juggle around, um, you know, sort of ma making the judgment calls on what to include, you know, what's out of scope, what's in scope sort of thing. Cause, um, just sort of as, as, as a first big serious game that, that I have done since doing my study, um, with a fairly heavy focus on the storytelling as, as well as, you know, providing gameplay through that, narrative and, and, and vice versa. Um, we want to ensure that the game actually gets done. So, um, and, and I'll talk, talk about that in a little bit, but, um, yeah, so essentially my role in things, uh, other than just, you know, generalized title project manager slash producer, um, 
doing doing the programming work for this at this stage um, uh, with some help from my uh, fellow Australian uh, indies. Um, you know, just sort of more so talking over, you know, how to tackle certain concepts. Um, programming was not a focus of my degree, but it is something that I am sort of picking up uh, to do some of the legwork for this uh, for the time being. I'm also, you know, 3D modeling, uh, world building, level building, that sort of thing um, is, is sort of my other primary focus as well as, of course, sort of narrowing down um, you know, the core gameplay loops, um, how the AI will function and that sort of thing. Um, as well as, uh, finally, I guess, uh, main editor on, on the story. Um, it has, you know, sort of had, had some input from a couple of sources, but, um, yeah, sort of those, those sort of main things, project management, uh, just designer, I guess, lead, lead designer, so to speak. I'm certainly lead programmer uh, at the moment, uh, as well as just uh, editing on on the sort of core narrative um, of the game. And and the main reason for that would be largely because um, not just telling, like we're not just trying to tell a story with this game. It's not just a plot, but what what our sort of core, you know, our most singular important sort of aspiration for this game is in having the strongest marriage um, that that is reasonable between the actual elements of gameplay and what they represent for the story and the story itself. So, you know, having that sort of actual core binding, you know, not just having a cutscene leading to unrelated gameplay leading to an unrelated cutscene and so forth. Like, we want to be on the abs... We want to be the antithesis of that sort of... You know, that is the goal for the dragon and I, you know... If, if the dragon is the gameplay and I being, you know, the story or whatever, you know, it's the dragon and I because those things are, are together. So, um, yeah, that's, that's what I'm trying to bring to the project, having the awareness to make all of that work together with the different pieces that people are, are bringing together, that sort of thing. Um, I do have a couple of artists um, that are from all over the place that are, that are sort of um, bringing in their art talent for this through through their concepts and 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 uh, I am hoping to get some assistance on the on the uh, modeling front just for actual the actual characters having them brought to life through some you know real high poly models and stuff as the project gets going moving forward but for the time being um, it's almost a one-man band but uh, not quite it's just more so that you know I've got the correct um, like I was saying awareness of the different part moving parts of the game bringing it all together into into sort of a very unified sort of core um core process now before we actually go into uh sort of talking about the game itself now that we've sort of um had a broad strokes look at at my involvement in things we'll also just quickly talk about the podcast because the the podcast is something that i will be uh largely spearheading uh like i said early earlier in in the episode, um, just being able to sort of speak out thoughts and, and just sort of some feedback and, and just sort of throwing it out there. You know, some things are easier to write like stories. Other things are easier to sort of, um, you know, put forward through, through audio format. Um, and you know, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I definitely, um, I've been listening to podcasts for quite a while. 
um, you know, starting with the Rooster Teeth's podcast and, and moving on towards, um, you know, certain tech YouTubers and and uh, other uh, game publication podcasts of recent. Uh, Giant Bombcast, for one, is something that I've been uh, listening to a fair bit just um, on my drive to work at my, you know, everyday job sort of thing. So, you know, I, I've, I find value in the podcast. I find that um, if you can get into a very conversational rhythm, um, there's 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 plenty of avenue there to sort of discuss things that get very dense when they're just sort of you know in in a forum post or or, or a blog post or or what have you so with with the format for this you know we are trying to aim for that sort of um uh bet- between 40 and 60 minute sort of uh, episode length this one might run a little short today just because um it's more of an overview of of what to expect from us and and the game project um and, and for, for, for the first couple of episodes, you know, say four or five, however many I need to sort of put across uh, the core ideas that I'm looking to, you know, really sell as like the upfront features for this, you know, for people who might be interested in, in getting on board, getting involved, um, you know, that will be something I'll be largely uh, piloting. Um, but I do have plans for um, a, a number of my, my friends um, who are in the the games industry um more so from the uh, sort of social media side pr side of uh, game dev and and just have their ear a little little bit closer to the local scene uh, than myself um i am hoping to have them uh, come on board um as the sort of regular or at least semi-regular uh, co-hosts for this uh, podcast so i'll just i'll keep things relatively hush until i'm sure that everything's all sort of working out with with each other's schedules because we're all fairly busy with you know full-time work and and all that sort of stuff in and out of um uh, the games industry at the moment um but i am hoping that uh, it will be more than just my voice on this uh on this stream um just just to ensure that um you know because like the back and forth of the podcasting i find uh, to be most appropriate um and like i said I'd, I'd love to cover not just sort of what i'm doing with this game project but also what's happening in the industry and and i suppose it's like a high tier goal uh it would be wonderful to also talk with other local developers um you know uh, anyone sort of based in uh, melbourne sydney brisbane hit me up i'd love to be able to sit down and and have um you know a couple of interviews or even just sort of uh, co-hosting uh, episodes of this podcast uh that would be that would be wonderful you know i i never tire of of listening to to what's going on in the local scenes uh, especially since uh, here in australia you know we certainly have a swath of of uh, pc devs you know switch devs um mobile devs of course um and uh yeah there's there's a lot of there's a lot of really interesting stuff going on and you know i'm i'm obviously ex- extremely passionate about this project um, that I'm putting forward, but, um, I'm also, you know, very, very excited talking about what, what, what else is going on around me sort of thing. It's, um, no tunnel vision here, you know, very, very aware of what's, what's going on. And I, and I want others who are listening to this podcast to, um, to, to be a part of that and, and to develop their awareness as well, because, you know, you never know, you, you know, your new favorite franchise, maybe just around the corner, uh, especially, like I said, since it's all very homogenized uh, at the AAA level at this point, there's a lot of indies, 
you know, striking gold and that sort of thing. But that only happens when uh, we all stick together and, uh, you know, sort of boost each other up, you know, pump pump up those tires. Um, so, yeah, definitely a platform for that. Um, first and foremost, my, you know, this this game project, the the impressions that I've got on the industry. But um, as we sort of move into a, into a regular rhythm, expect, um, you know, the occasional sort of, uh, reaching out to to local talent and um, just a bit of co-hosting uh, with some people that are very much trust and and we're on a very f- uh, similar wavelength, good good back and forth sort of um, uh, conversation to be had there. So uh, we're going to take a break very shortly. Um, just need to, like I said, still getting into the rhythm of this one. So this is going to be a shorter episode today, but um, uh, we are we are hoping to sort of um, cover what we can about the actual game project um, in the next couple of minutes and and then hopefully we'll be able to uh, uh, by the end of the the podcast um, hopefully have a better understanding of of where the project's at what we're we're putting on the table and um, yeah so I'll be back uh, very shortly stick around I'll be right back just trying to make it as, as short as possible today because this won't be a, a super long episode so thanks for your patience there um i suppose just before we get into things uh the start of the podcast referring to uh, green potions of course um i suppose just a little tidbit about myself as well um legend of zelda ocarina of time was probably the first game i can recall actually playing uh, it did take a little while as a kid for me to sort of get into to games and that sort of thing i know the other sort of major first game i can remember is uh, starcraft but um definitely a little bit of influence uh, uh from from games of the past that have left an impression on me uh, in this project so uh as we start to talk about it now just um 
I suppose something to sort of keep in the back of your head and also just something that you know I wouldn't mind doing uh, with episodes moving forward just little little tidbits to sort of throw the the phrase out there um the podcast we have chosen a slightly unwieldy name uh for the podcast but um I, I think it's catchy in its own right but um a lot of podcasts tend to be you know the something cast or the something podcast or something that's just entirely uh, unrelated to uh, that naming terminology but uh, cast magic certainly um you know like that that sort of is a is a pretty pretty choice phrase so um we're going to stick with that and if it doesn't work out well uh i'll uh, i'll have to sort of make it work <laughs> um also uh just just quickly before we get back into the swing of talking about the game proper and exploring the core mechanics and just a bit of an overview of the game overall um once i've done these initial sort of uh, episodes i am looking to um just episodes that cut that don't sort of cover anything in particular to the actual the podcast the games industry you know they're just things that that i'm interested in in getting out there and having a conversation about um even if they're just you know specific uh, games that i've played or you know just sort of uh, breaking down and exploring different you know just various nuances of, of games out there um we will probably have some sort of off-branded episodes called like um, more magic or or or, so, or something like that so um just sort of uh keeping that in mind if you're the sort of listener that's more interested in just the core uh narrative and core conversation of, of a podcast um there will probably be um some non-cast magic um uh, episodes that, that will sort of uh go up uh in in no particular schedule just sort of as as they come to it as as i find things that i'm quite um passionate about things that i want to have a chat about um already got a couple of ideas there so uh just a quick heads up so uh, let's let's get into it so the dragon and i um you know you've you should probably have heard that mentioned uh a fair bit now if if you've just come to the podcast, uh, you know, thank you for finding my corner of the internet, of course, but um, I imagine it's because, uh, you know, this is something that, that's been thro- thrown around through various uh, internet channels. So the dragon and I, how would I, how would I explain it? Um, I guess, I guess the, the best way to start is probably how I explain it to other indie devs, you know, like we're, we often talk about elevator pitches and, and things like that. Um, there's this sort of weird almost uh rich ritual sort of thing among indie devs where it's like uh you know what's your game called what's the elevator pitch you know straight up you know just straight into the business of it sort of thing now for this game i an elevator pitch tends to be say you know it's you know it's x game but y difference sort of thing and uh this this sort of game project um just before we get into what i would consider the the elevator pitch um it definitely began its life as some sort of you know like a potentially like a series of books or or some such um the actual core narrative concept existed before it seemed feasible or had the opportunity to potentially be presented as as a video game so keeping that in mind you know the dragon and i um, this was always to be a a narrative about uh two characters from basically opposite ends of the scale in terms of uh their culture their upbringing and their sense of um power compared to the other i suppose 
Um, you know, when we think of uh, uh, dragons in, in virtually any uh, sort of fantasy uh, story or medium or, or what have you, fictional universe, dragons tend to be a pretty big deal. You know, you've got you've got your Lord of the Rings, you've got World of Warcraft, you've got, you know, literally tens of thousands of different sort of uh, fiction, you know, works of fiction out there that I'm just not even aware of um, that have that, you know, like dra dragons are a big deal. <laughs> so... I suppose just as, as a as a prelude to, to everything that we're going to talk about now, um, in terms of the story, the, the best way that we can sort of wrap it up without doing a full episode on it is essentially this notion of um, two characters, two playable characters, um, is, is the big goal in terms of the narrative and story. And these two characters, they've come from very different worlds. You know, not, not in a literal sense, but more in a you know, in a culture, a socio-economic sense. Um, we have, uh, we have this, this soldier who is the eye in the dragon and eye, and we have this, um, this, this woman who becomes his companion that, um, uh, that, that is a dragon. And, and, um, I'm going to be very careful not to spoil anything on, uh, any sort of episodes moving forwards, unless they're like a, a bonus material or a, or a more magic episode where I will very clearly be explaining the, the spoilery nature of, of, of the content. Um, but it is no secret that these two characters are essentially, you know, these, these two very different things, um, that have come together, um, to, to sort of, you know, meet, meet the needs of the world and, and the needs of the story. So, uh, you know, that was, that was something that was in writing long before it was something that was, you know, video game potential, but, um, getting, getting back to the game side of things, um, if we're talking about the dragon and I, the game, uh, the way that, um, the best, the best way that I can think about how, like I was inspired to sort of jump onto this was um, playing through Breath of the Wild, uh, the recent Legend of Zelda, you know, n newest installment. I often found myself thinking, you know, where's Zelda? You know, gee, wouldn't 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 this have been a cool, wouldn't this have been a cool game if Zelda was doing all of this adventuring alongside Link? So while while it wasn't. The, the timing of this was such that it was sort of coming together as as a game world um, before the release of, of Breath of the Wild. I only picked that up very recently, but um, uh, I guess I guess the best way to explain it to another gamer, you know, explaining it to someone outside the project, outside the privy of all the information that we've got here, and trying not to you know trying to keep it as simple as possible. You know, our simple answer, you know, what is the dragon and I? What we're going for is is basically, you know, an adventure game, an adventure story. You know, think about, you know, a Zelda game where Link, you know, has Zelda or a Zelda-like person sort of like coming along with him for the whole adventure. You know, that's that's essentially like the baseline expectations. So, like I was saying... Um, a, ma a major thing for us is the idea of having two playable, having the two playable characters, 
Um, and like I said, there's the soldier, um, whose, whose name is Alec. So that's something to, uh, keep in mind while, while listening to this podcast, I'm just going to use a lot of, uh, character names and stuff interchangeably. So, so try and keep up. Um, but, uh, yeah, Alec being one of the main playable characters and Irian being the other playable character. And what we really want for these characters is beyond their sort of basic, you know, movement, system you know they can both run and jump and explore and talk to people and 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 that sort of thing is is essentially having two very unique skill sets based on who they are and and the lives that they've lived and then sort of them coming together for problem solving you know of the the logical nature you know just like just literal puzzles and and dungeons and and that sort of thing but also through combat leaning on each other's strengths in order to to solve problems so what's the genre well i'll get into this a little bit more in a future episode but i wouldn't really call it an rpg um in trying to find that right balance between the actual storytelling and the gameplay and making sure it's all you know within a fairly neat scope but still uh, maximizing the the effective use of uh, the game, the narrative, and, and the sort of the elements that we are allowed from that narrative and world building to actually make into game mechanics and things like that. I, I think that calling it an RPG is, is probably a disservice to, to that genre. So I would say it's very much a story-driven um, action-adventure game um, with, with definitely elements of, of puzzle-solving, um, combat encounters you know possibly a little bit of stealth there sort of thing um but you know this is all being driven by the needs of the narrative um rather than having you know a story wrap to drive the the needs of gameplay sort of thing so if we're taking you know say bowser bowser stealing peach so that mario has a reason to jump through all these various levels to save peach uh again we're kind of going more the antithesis of that. We've gone, here's, here's a story idea. Here's a set of characters in this world that they've, you know, that they populate and, um, you know, have developed their, their communities and factions and war and all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, here's the lives that these characters have lived and the, the things that they believe in and the, you know, the sort of, uh, affinities of magic and, and and all that sort of stuff and from that here is the mechanics that we can you know we can expect in these certain situations and that sort of thing so um obviously uh, i suppose a, a kind of a poor example um is something like uncharted where on the face of it it is essentially a shooter it's a third person cover based shooter but as the story sort of forces nathan drake into various circumstances there's chase sequences there's puzzle you know proper puzzle solving sequences where you develop you know grabbing clues and and you're doing all that sort of thing and so what we've done is we've kind of taken that logic of you know the story you know the story gains a high if they were in this situation how do we gamify it but we haven't just done that sort of thing that a lot of triple a games um, are doing where essentially they will invent a mechanic that is literally just for that one exact section you know very classic call of duty style 
uh, yeah, grab the Predator drone and then never use it again, like that sort of thing. Um, outside of, like, I want to say, like, outside of boss encounters that may have these very specific, very thematic uh, mechanical uh, obstacles, um, what we're trying to do, or, or sort of what we've spent the last, um, I want to say, two years, really, uh, sort of deciding on, is a set of rules for enemies and puzzle encounters that allow us to essentially reuse the core gameplay loop in situations that are, you know, both aggressive and violent or passive and stealthy or just just social, you know, finding the right person to talk to, you know, uh, I'll just say social puzzles for now sort of thing. We've found a way to essentially wrap that all up into a set of combat and non-combat um, gameplay ingredients that essentially borrow from the same ideals of of the two playable playable characters. So, um, yeah, you know, we're going for that sort of, you know, that the game is serving the story, but not to the point where we're coming up with a brand new mechanic every level just to, just to sort of contextualise a, a certain thing. And I will be explaining in greater detail... Um, probably in the next episode, exactly how this is being accomplished, because I'm sure your first thought is, well, if you've come up with some way of having puzzles and stealth and, and combat and all this sort of stuff, and it's all sort of wrapped in the one thing, you know, how does it how does it stay? You know, how does it stop being stale? You know, how, how do you keep it from being stale? And why hasn't this sort of thing been done before? Um, and you know, not not to sort of pump ourselves up or anything like that but i think that because we are small like as as a group working on this project um and and the very limited resources available to us or, or, or perhaps even despite our our scale at which we're able to operate um we're actually getting a lot of value out of out of the mechanics that we are creating um so yeah so I, I'm, I'm very interested in sort of breaking down um probably as early as, early as next episode, uh, just a deeper dive into uh, the characters, um, the the enemies, how, how the game has, like the game's foundation has allowed us the opportunity to have these sort of, not recyclable, but, but essentially reconfigurable gameplay elements that suit a variety of combative and non-combative encounters uh, in a way that I haven't really sort of seen at least in games that I played, I haven't, I haven't sort of really noticed this, this flexibility for the designers. Um, it's still sort of, you know, it's telling, it's telling a story. Uh, this is not an open world game. Um, it is a 3d game. Um, you know, not isometric or anything like that, but just like a proper, uh, 3d, you know, fully, you know, controllable camera and character movement, um, game. Uh, like I said, there is the two playable characters. Um, it is a 3d, uh, game, I suppose uh, the best way to sort of describe it would be uh, sort of hub-based levels um, to a certain extent, um, but it is it is telling a particular story with a start, a finish, various highs and lows in between uh, at this stage. That is the hope. Um, there will also be dungeons in this game. Uh, like I was saying, the quick throwback to Zelda sort of... Um, inspiration not necessarily breath of the wild but rather 
uh, Ocarina of Time and and the more classic Zelda experience that I think has had the the majority uh, influence on this uh, title. Um, you know, you will be sort of moving through the world as per the needs of the story, um, which I'll withhold for the time being. But um, yeah, essentially, sort of moving through the world, engaging with a variety of of uh, character factions, um, enemies, enemy factions and 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 that sort of thing um and you'll be encountering combat uh in in the open world uh in city environments um in caves and dungeons and that sort of thing and and one additional thing that uh we are hope like i'll just touch on it now um one of our hopes is for the dungeons to add um a bit of um not randomization but i suppose just like a little bit of um uh, de de designing the actual uh sections of of the dungeons so that um it's sort of a a reasonably fresh experience each time that you do go through there um but that oh, that also kind of plays more so into what i was saying earlier with the with this uh mechanical rule set that we've developed that um should allow us to sort of um despite the linear story of the game or, or relatively linear um story experience should provide uh, replayability as well in in how we've structured the mechanics now of course all of these things are all well and good to say and i know that um in in some respects they are fairly big claims um i am looking at these at these systems that we're developing right now as time-saving systems it's our goal while the the game is in this really early stage of development to sort of um you know, produce as many of the core gameplay mechanics and a lot of the code and that sort of thing as possible uh, so that we don't have to revisit and rejig, you know, old code and, you know, change some some feature or rule or something later in the project and then have to spend several months, you know, or, or even just even a month, you know, sort of going back through code and, and having to rejig things. Um, to, to suit this new vision sort of thing like that that's not what we're interested in so we have spent a lot of time developing a core uh, just sort of a foundation for the game to have its story built upon and that is coming through the actual game mechanics so uh, next episode what we're going to do is have a bit of a, a deeper look into that um, it, and actually sort of break it down um, and explain each of the pieces um uh, for for you listeners um, but I will say right now uh, just in terms of how um, how each of the characters plays um, what I'd want to put forward um, is just just sort of eliminate a couple of um, misconceptions that that can occur when I start talking about Alec and Irian uh, the notion that you know one is this dragon type character one is this sort of human uh, soldier sort of character um i don't ever want to suggest that uh Irian the dragon is like a you know like a pure spellcaster sort of character or some sort of mage or or what have you sort of character just because alec is more uh his skill set is, is is more towards the the direct uh fighting uh, of enemies in melee combat and ranged combat um as we go into uh next episode um, you'll find that uh, both characters have the capacity for um, a lot of, you know, a, a lot of 
um, customization or, or preference in, in how you play these characters. So even though the story has supported the characters to be a certain, you know, a certain theme, I suppose, um, the way that you play them is not directly bound to, you know, that, that logic and those rules because, um, you know, you, you'll be playing the vast majority, you know, virtually the whole game as these two characters. They are both playable when you're playing one um, the other will be controlled by an AI, um, uh, mind, and, and so, um, you know, they'll be there to assist you sort of thing, but, um, you know, it's, it's, I don't want to suggest any sort of escort mission style, uh, notions about the game, uh, I'd say that the, the character, whichever character you're not controlling at any particular time, is a little bit more like, say, uh, Elizabeth from Bioshock in that, um, you know, they're not sort of there to hinder or, or become vulnerable just because you're not playing them. Uh, they are going to be capable of of keeping themselves alive, helping you stay alive as well. Um, and, and we are sort of working on um, some features that will probably come out later in, in the game, um, which will suit the story of the game because uh, definitely a core pillar of that will be to sort of develop the the relationship between these two characters. They didn't know each other at the start of the game story, um, but, you know, we'll sort of uh, grow closer together um, throughout the course of the story. Uh, we're kind of exploring the idea of maybe, you know, sort of um, having that sort of come out through uh, gameplay comboing with the, the AI character, um, but I don't want to sort of... Um, tease anything that might be thrown out of the game, um, you know, sort of in the next couple of months sort of thing. So in in a basic sense, um, as we're sort of getting towards the tail end of the episode now, I'll just sort of wrap up in summary um, what we're putting forward with The Dragon and I. So we are putting forward a, a story-driven game about two characters from a very, you know, different background to each other. Uh, these two playable characters will have extremely unique skills uh, that won't be found on any other character in the game and are essential to sort of, you know, what makes them key players in the developing story of the world and, and the characters in that world. Um, and in the technical uh, test demo that we are looking to uh, have out, uh, hopefully around the same time that these uh, episodes uh, go out but um you know maybe within the the next month or so after these are are released um but we are looking to have available for that technical test uh the combative elements of the game uh, the non-combative puzzle elements of the game as well as the the sort of rule set and um uh, let's just call it teamwork system that binds these elements together that uh, you know, for, for us, for, for designing this game, not only provide a foundation for uh, this gameplay to occur, but actually sort of give many, many opportunities for very unique uh, uh, systems and, and moments to sort of uh, be sort of gamified in the story without actually, you know, resorting to those sort of, you know, one and done mechanics that, that other games have 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 put together in the past. So I hope that that has sort of provided just a baseline sort of understanding, you know, like a quick blurb of what the dragon and I uh, is, what it will be, um, and and in in the next episode, what what I'll be looking to do is a deeper dive um, on these mechanics, um, exploring each, you know, essentially the you know 
the, the combat, the non-combat, and, and anything else that sort of fills between those spaces. Uh, we'll be having a look at um, our intentions for, for those mechanics, as, as well as what's already sort of um, been developed and what we're hoping to test with the plays, because there are, there are some things that we're very certain need to stay in the game to sort of give this this unified experience but there are other mechanics or, or elements of of um gameplay loops that um will need some testing just to ensure that the way it's currently implemented um is is just sort of you know the 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 funnest and, and most interesting sort of uh, implementation of those ideas because uh there are certain uh, nebulous concepts that we have you know taken from the story you know things that make a character who they are and we're presenting them in the game in a certain way and um you know they could be presented in in sort of a variety of ways so we want to make sure that um, what we're settling on and, and investing our time into polishing up is is sort of what's the you know the the tightest and and sleekest um, iteration of that idea. Uh, so what is being put forward in the technical test, while it will be a demonstration of uh, sort of virtually all of the the playable game systems without um, well w with a story context, but one that's not you know strongly driven by the narrative that we're uh, writing for this game. Uh, will hopefully represent all of what you'll be able to expect from uh, the finished product outside of very specific themed encounters like like boss fights and and you know certain end game uh, uh, section activities. So uh, that's what we can expect from next week's uh, episode. Um, if you had any feedback on on today's episode, we do actually have. Um, and an email address uh, set up for the podcast and we'd love to um, get any sort of feedback this um, might also be used uh, in later episodes if people want to send in questions um, especially once we start getting some co-hosting happening for this I'd love to to get into the loop of um, having having questions um, on on the podcast uh, we are also looking to see if that may be uh, an element that can be integrated into uh, patron rewards and and that sort of thing um, but but even if we go down that route uh, feedback is is very much appreciated so if you are looking to leave that feedback shoot us an email at podcast at darkmagicgames.com so that's podcast at darkmagicgames.com and uh, we'll have a look over those. Um, obviously, this is this is sort of still very teething uh, time for uh, the podcast. Um, new experience, new avenue for having conversation about the games industry and the Dragon and I, our project. Um, and uh, yeah, next episode, looking to have a deeper dive into each aspect of of the game mechanics um, that sort of make this foundation that we think is is quite an elegant but uh, fresh way of of um, allowing this story to be delivered uh, without compromise. And so um, as we look towards that, um, next, uh, next episode we will be diving into the anatomy of AI. I am Dark Magic, thank you very much for listening, and have a pleasant day.